0: Hello, and you're listening to another fantabulous episode of The Naked Nerd. I am The Naked Nerd himself. How are you doing, everyone? So, as part of the revamp of the show, I'm going to be doing more interviews. So, to kick it off, I'm going to be interviewing two important people from the YNOA, also known as the Young Nudists of Australia. Now, these two people are a couple of the founding members of the YNOA. Dan and Tash. Now these two particular people have been uh, really helpful in establishing uh, quite an important movement here in Australia. Uh, This movement has become uh, pretty much nationwide with the exception of uh, Northern Territory, but it's still early days yet. But without uh, the help of the YNOA, I wouldn't be podcasting right now. Um, But I had the the time to actually interview these two uh, wonderful people, and they got to share with me their wonderful experiences so far. Um, so just before I get going, um, before with this interview, uh, some opinions may not necessarily be yours, but do reflect their own nudist experience. So, ladies and gentlemen, from the Why and Way, this is Dan and Tash. Everyone, welcome to the
1: show. Hey. Hey. How hey, you guys? Welcome to the show, you guys.
2: Thank you Thank for you. having us.
1: Thank you, Naked Nerd. You're a
0: legend. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome to you. So how are you enjoying the weather at the moment? In the wet. The, the weather. It's
2: kind of wet. Oh, the weather. It's wet and it's humid, but it's also very, very steamy
1: and hot.
0: Typical Queensland, Queensland weather. <laughs> uh, I wish I could sympathise with you, but I'm in New South Wales, so...
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right so um, let's just get straight on to it so uh obvious question is obvious but how did uh the two
1: of you become nudists i'll start with dan well,
2: yeah start with dan start
1: with me <clears throat> oh. well um as i was growing up as a kid my parents were fairly liberated when they're in their 20s and really the naked body wasn't a big thing for them. So they were all kind of chilled with the whole idea. They actually had a, a photo album of their adventures when they were young 20-year-olds traveling around Australia and going to many beaches and locations. They used to show us their adventures through photos. Um, to anyone at home, that's their photographs. They're not on <laughs> telephones or mobile devices. But, um, yeah, my parents were quite sort of uh chill with the idea that you know if we're happy to walk about the house naked when we were kids as well i guess as kids do you know, kids just strip off and do whatever they want but my parents sort of just accentuated and said well if you don't want to wear clothes you don't have to so that that sort of carried on throughout our teenage years and obviously we become a bit more body conscious when we are teenagers because we're all developing we're growing differently so we sort of oh, i personally took a step back and was a bit more conservative with you know wearing clothes but when i hit about 16 years of age i sort of endeavoured uh i started buying uh, the australian tan magazine that was like the only media sort of outlet and source of naturism that you could have because facebook was just sort of starting up back in 2001 2002 2003 so yeah after that i i started just being a home nerdist and I was at home quite often being naked. So when mum and dad weren't home, I was in my own space and my own sort of comfort and I enjoyed that. And I was quite often naked in my own bedroom. Um, I would sleep naked and I became quite confident within myself, which is quite I, which is quite good for someone at the age of 16 years of age to sort of endeavour on. And ever since then, it's sort of grown. I, you know, got social media um, you know, the internet was exploding with new articles of naturism and yeah, it sort of flourished from there, mate.
0: Oh wow. So basically it started off with your own family. That's actually interesting to actually uh to talk about because with most people today it's not something that is kind of passed down. Mm most people have to find their own way into the community. So that's actually pretty great to hear about. Um, Tash, so uh, Tash, I'll ask the same question, but was it very similar or different to Dan's? It was
2: very different, very different. Um, Basically, I got into naturism because of Dan. Uh, When I first met Dan, he was very open about, being a nudist and I was an avid beach goer and would always go topless at a beach and hated tan lines so I was like hmm let's give this a go and just through developing our relationship and well our friendship and then relationship um, that's when I started to sort of endeavor into the naturist lifestyle but for me at home it wasn't that nudity wasn't allowed it was just A a bit more conservative, you know, Um, you put your clothes on, you put your shoes on and that's just how it was. So, but with my own kids, it's completely different. (laughs) In what way? In what way? My kids often like to bear all um my youngest daughter when she was three went through a phase where she refused to wear clothes even when leaving the house (laughs) so I would have to put her in the car naked in her car seat but take clothes because once we got to the shops or wherever we're going she suddenly realized oh I have to put clothes on (laughs) but you know nudity even my oldest daughter who is now almost 20 she says that she's often just naked by herself in her room. So, and that makes me feel proud because young girls are very body conscious and she used to be very body conscious and me hearing that from her made me feel that, you know, her knowing that I was a nudist gave her the confidence to be naked by herself and love her own body.
0: With your daughter, so... um you were saying that uh, she actually does practice being nude in her own space. Um, In terms of like being body conscious, is that something you've also kind of talked with your daughter about? Because uh, like you said, it's something that a lot of girls and a lot of guys go through, but is it something that you've actually had to have a conversation with your daughter about or is it just something that's just- Yeah, well,
2: we're very open about Everything that happens to bodies, and and how things work, and you know names of things from when they were young. So it's just the environment that they, that they have been brought up with. Um. So for her to to get to a point at you know at seventeen, eighteen, and say, yeah, I do this in my own room, and it's it's a good thing because I struggled with my own body issues. For a lot longer than that, so I think nudism is a
0: great. I actually, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that, um, particularly with uh, issues like with social media now, where basically everyone is like showing off their bodies. Um, I think this idea of being body conscious it's pretty much on the rise. But it's, I'm actually glad to hear that at least you have a, a bit of sense of how to actually go about it, because with most uh families there is no like uh, one way of going about it but moving on um so for the both of you and um i'll start with tash this time because uh, dan was yep. first last time um so what's the best thing about being a nudist what's the best thing
2: the best thing is just i always go back to that feeling the sun on your skin there's just no better feeling than that and just being free and for me it's also about not being judged by the type of clothes that you wear because in society people can be very judgmental by the way that you look, where when you're naked all you are is a human body. So they just have to take you, like, literally on face value. So there's no judgment and, it you know, it is freeing and being Clothes-free in the sunshine is the greatest feeling. It's rejuvenating.
0: Uh, such very powerful words and and very succinct, I might say, because uh, that's the exact sentiments I do share, uh, particularly when I'm with, uh, with my nudist friends, particularly at the club, that's ex- the exact feeling I get,
1: yeah.
0: uh, that sort of liberation. But, uh, Dan, what about you? What's the best thing
1: about being a nudist? Well, Tash just basically just summed it up for right now. I'm slightly disheartened now. I don't know what to describe. Um, but uh, just capulating on that. Cap- uh, it's the, the feeling, yes, I completely get that idea. Because, I mean, like oh, I wear a uniform at work all the time. You know, wearing a uniform is a construct of being a part of a thing you know, uh, and to strip away my uniform every single day is the best thing I have every single day is taking off that uniform and being free from the chains of, well, I guess, responsibility, taking off your responsibility pants.
2: Literally. And literally, (laughs) you know, so,
1: you know, uh, and I live, uh, well, I work in a, uh, in an industry where what requires me to be you know, diplomatic to be uh, straight line corporate, corporate. You mm-hmm. know, and not allowed to have your own opinion, um, and which I find so oppressive. <laughs> but you're getting paid, so uh, you sort of have to do the things you have to do to pay your bills. Uh, so being and stripping away that cloth. Uh, and going to a beach or going to a, a nature retreat and, or being at home and not even associating yourself with that anymore is uh, I find freeing, um, you know, it, although temporary sometimes, um, but at the end of the day, it's such a, it's a good feeling to, to strip away that. And, you know, I believe in constantly looking at yourself and admiring and encouraging yourself and uh appreciating yourself a lot more it's good for your mental health i believe and i believe a yeah. lot in mental health um to to better experience life and your and your being and yourself and there's uh a thing that i always think about um just in general um you know being being naked it it, it, it yeah i can't put in i just really can't put this into words
2: it's a feeling. Yeah. It's something you have to experience.
1: Yeah, because you know, people in general, you know, are oppressed every single mm. every single day. Whether it be inequality within women's rights movements, within it's just, in just life, life in general, in general yeah. you know, you have to conform to the idea yeah of it all and that and we live in a society where we work, eat, sleep repeat basically so it's basically it's like body checking yourself yeah and your mental state that's what that's what's freeing about it is body checking yourself yeah psychologically physically and mentally
0: i 100 percent agree with you um i actually like to add because what you mentioned particularly about stripping away the uniform and i think uh, i speak for a lot of listeners who have to do do the same particularly with uh the way society is That we have to wear a particular, uh, we have to wear clothes. Unfortunately, we have to wear clothes, but it just, it just blows up this uh, and restrains ourselves to the point where we just don't feel as free. Like let me let me tell you, uh, Dan. Like literally, what you just said explains basically most of, well, actually, most of my life because I've had to wear uniforms. Or basically, had to wear some form of of regularized clothing to the point mm. to quote a uh, Simpsons character I've had it up to <laughs> here with your rules. Finger quotes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's fantastic! <laughs>
0: yeah, um, but yeah, I, I couldn't have said better myself because once you do strip away, it you just feel this massive relief, particularly. On the mental health side, like let me tell you, like stripping away clothes has actually helped with my own mental health issues. So it's actually really great that you brought uh, that particular issue up because I think it's something that we all need to hear sometimes. But um, going from the positive to a little bit of a negative, what's been uh, what I would say what would has been the most awkward experience? It doesn't necessarily have to be like the worst experience, but what has been the most awkward for either of you?
2: Uh, the first time I attended a naturist event was at a Bay with the ANF, that's the Australian Naturist Federation, and it was the a Bay Games, and it's this big event held in Queensland, and the then president of the ANF questioned me as to why I was wearing a G-string. I was wearing a G-string because I had my period. And we oh. were kilometers away from a bathroom and I went, this is going to be like a safety net for me because I don't know how long this is going to last. And I was shocked and horrified that he would ask such a question. And this is a man that has two 20-something-year-old daughters himself. And I just oh dear. point back, told him, uh, I have my period. Oh, and he was, his response was, oh, I'm just checking that you're a genuine nudist. It's like, that's not even a question. And I have a million more stories to tell you, but Aww. I'll leave you with that one.
0: Oh. Yeah, like you can't see my face right now, but I'm just like, <laughs> wow, wow, like, yeah,
2: it's pretty horrific, uh, pretty horrific, and
0: and just just to be clear, <laughs> and, and, and just to be clear, like, it, it does happen, like, for a lot of women, so I, yeah, yeah. I, and yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do, unfortunately,
2: <laughs> yeah, and like I said, we were not. Like to get to a bay, you have to walk about a kilometre through the bush and you're not even close to a bathroom.
0: Oh no. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, how about you then? Probably not the exact same situation, but um, oh.
1: what's been, say, something that's been awkward for you? Does it have to be one particular situation or can it be a continuing situation that we, that, that is awkward? Uh, that's entirely yeah. up to you. I mean,
0: uh, that's for because, the well. My audience would like to hear everything, basically. But uh, um, whatever it makes you feel comfortable.
1: Well, I wanna I wanna make mention because it's quite awkward all the bloody time when it's constantly done all the time. And I'm sorry to the uh, to the older generation or naturists that are listening to this podcast as we speak. But I want to want to address the fact and the idea is the awkward and yet stupid tongue in cheek comments that are always witnessed all the time. It's just like, it's not like comparative, well, is it toilet humour? Is it comparative to toilet humour? It's.
2: Yeah, it's like old 1950s dad jokes.
1: You know, yeah, no, making fun of women's breasts, like or nipples. Tongue in cheek
2: kind of jokes yeah. with innuendo.
1: Always that little innuendo, little slips in there. So, can you understand what I'm saying? Because this is a constant thing that we're battling. And every single time we've had Naturist events and we had a massive group of people, everyone's just constantly getting those stupid tongue in cheek comments, which is.
2: Like, here's an example we went to a body paint um, event up at a resort in Sunshine Coast, and Mm -hmm. I'd finished getting my body painted. And I was walking past another Queensland naturist group and one guy yells out to me, oh, that looks good. I was like, oh, thanks. And then he goes, oh, the painting's all right as well. And I was just like, oh, hard eye roll. And just walked off shaking my head. I was just like, oh. It's like, really? Yeah. And it's those kind of comments that I have dealt with a lot just it's sexist it's misogynistic comments it's just like and when you pull them up on it they tell me oh you just don't have a sense of humor i have a great sense of humor but what i expect is respect
0: yeah that's something that unfortunately it's not just in the nudist community or no it's
2: not isolated no it's just life in in general general. but it's it's, it's that age demographic of people that generally behave in that manner.
0: Yeah. so I I do totally under, understand, though, because I do have to deal with certain comments that may not necessarily be PC. Um, yeah. And, f- and for some people, it's like they say something in the lines of, oh, you just need to get a sense of humour or you yeah. just need to harden, to harden up, as I've been told many times before. Yeah. Um,
2: have a couple of concrete harden up kind of thing.
0: Oh yeah, that's a, that's the yeah. typical saying, <laughs>
2: <Very> <laughs> common one,
0: a very very common one. Yeah, you know, or you know. you're just you're just being too sensitive or something
1: yeah. along the lines of
2: Yeah, and it's not. It's like no, it's offensive. Yeah. Recognize yeah. it and change your habits.
1: Yeah, I, I want to reach out to the older generations, like I said, who are listening to this podcast. Please just reconsider what society is these days now. How times have changed? Just think before you speak.
2: Yeah. And are things that don't even need to be said, it's like say that to yourself in your own brain. Don't verbalise it out loud. Yeah, it's
1: verbal diarrhoea. It's really really embarrassing all the time, every single time we encounter it. It's just, yeah, yeah.
0: And I I think that's given a lot of people a bit of food for thought. Um, But moving on um, to probably a little bit more of a positive experience. Um, what has been, say, a highlight for you personally? Uh, I'll, and I'll say this as a couple because you've both been sharing this news experience over the last few years. What has been a highlight for the pair of you? What has been, like, like the most positive, I would say?
2: I think ultimately just the success of Wine Away and that it actually worked and that people are out there and they actually want to join our group. Yeah. Because we really and Dan in particular has like really tried to make this so safe and so and both of us so inclusive and not like the other older generational groups that are available just so people can enjoy the lifestyle without dealing with all the shit that we've dealt with prior. Yeah.
1: Mm, yeah, so, I, I agree. If you were to summarise everything in a nutshell, you could go from radio interviews and TV yeah, appearances. Like, yeah,
2: we've been on the project.
1: To, to world, breaking world records. Yeah. To doing the first nude pop-up bars in Sydney. Yeah. You know, doing all these different and things. And there's
2: no other young naturist group in Australia that's nationwide, really. Mm. I mean, there's little secular groups inside each state. Um. But in terms of a national group, I mm. don't think there are any.
1: No. That's a, the, the, we're
0: it.
2: We're it. You
0: know? And I'm actually glad that you're it because uh, without you guys, basically, I probably wouldn't have been able to find that outlet, so to speak. Yeah. I well, and that's
2: why we wanted to create that because, we, like, Dan has known, being, you know, interested in the lifestyle as a young kid, it's just like he was shut out being a single male And we wanted to, you know, shut those kind of policies down and it's like everyone isn't an individual because to us when we first started Wine Away or was asked to start a young naturist group, naturism to us was told that people are couples, we don't ask people's last names. Like, what is this, some secret society? Like it was just odd to us. Mm. So we decided when we started Wine Away we don't accept people on a couple basis on their Facebook. You have to be an individual. You're just individuals in, in themselves. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you're a single male and your partner's not into it or you don't have a partner or whatever. It doesn't matter. If you're interested and you're a genuine person, we'll accept you.
0: Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Um, Y-N-O-A, Eliza uh, as I call it, you know Um, (laughs) You know (laughs) Um, Before I actually get into that um, What's the most common question that you get uh, Asked about being nudist from non-nudist People, Um, friends or family or uh, uh, Whoever may ask, what's the most common question that you get Asked about being a nudist?
1: Work colleagues always ask me and it's so funny, my work colleagues are always asking questions. But um, the question is, is always, oh, so how, how, how do you, like, not get an erection? Like, yeah. The usual that's question. That's,
2: like, the most common question. And it's just, like, oh. Mm.
1: <laughs> it's so it's, common. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And I think yeah. you've covered a lot. Like, the this question in particular has been covered a lot and i you know i obviously respond with a you know uh an erection happens because it's uh it's a bodily function it does it's happen a, but when you're not in a sexualized environment and it's not encouraged and yeah you know it's a it's a, a body phenomenon that we uh, that happens and it's like
2: if it happens this is how you deal with it
1: yeah exactly you know so you know is and that's the that's the main question and for family um everyone's quite supportive I mean, I told my parents openly and honestly when I was 16 that I'm a nerdist and that's where things opened up um, with my mother. And she goes, oh, you know, well, you know, I've got that bloody photo album with all of us travels in the 20 when we're 20. It's like, yeah, I know the album. I know the album. Um, But she's like, no, that's completely fine. And dad was like, oh, well, I'm naked all the time. What's the problem? You know, why is it such a big deal, kid? You know, as he cleans them, like, dries himself off with a towel butt naked in the middle of the living room, just like, oh, well, I just thought you guys should know, just in case you <laughs> see me walking around naked outside and, you know, doing sun and salutations and dancing, you know? <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it wasn't like a case like you had to be like, Mum, Dad, I love you very much, but I have to tell you something. I, I'm a nudist. And they'd be like, oh, no, nothing but that. It's all this times in the shower, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, my family discovered I was a nudist because I was on the project at 7pm of an evening oh, on wow. TV. <laughs> uh, they were like, oh, I it's... saw your interview. Oh, great.
1: <laughs> but, they, but they already knew that I was a nudist. They like, already knew Dan was so, a nudist, but, you know. No shock about you there. So, yeah. I
2: missed
1: out Value. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to tell them.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, so I guess we'll move on to the, you know, the Y a Um, so you mentioned before that, uh, so actually, before I actually asked the question, so you mentioned before that you accept singles and uh, both male and female, but, um, where did this idea come from exactly? Cause you mentioned that there was no other group, like where's this idea of, of, uh, of a young nudist of Australia group come from and how does it actually work for those who are not awa- uh, not fully aware of the actual group itself?
2: Well Dan had already started his own sort of Queensland group with people that he already knew um, but we were approached by Wine Away through sort of social media sort of contacts or Dan was and they wanted us to start a young natures group because they were having difficulty recruiting young people, um, so they wanted to get young people to start a movement to help, you know, get keep pe- younger people involved. Yeah. Um, and that's what we did. We had a meeting. With the ANF, With yeah. the ANF. We sat down with them, um, discussed what they wanted out of it, what we wanted out of it, um, and just kind of went from there. Yeah. Mm. Um, but as my previous story was mentioned, we didn't go too far with the ANF and we went on our own path mm. because we just found that they were too archaic in their way of thinking. Um, they weren't progressive enough. They wanted us to make money out of it. Mm. They wanted us to charge people a membership fee. And that really wasn't on the cards. It's for us, it's a free lifestyle. We just want to get people connected and give them the information that they need to live the nudist life. Mm.
1: Like mm, how, the hell, how the hell do you charge someone for a free lifestyle? Yeah. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. And you want to make money off this, don't you? Uh, no.
2: No, No, I yeah. don't
1: want to make money off of this.
2: It seems odd.
0: And it, it it does seem odd, particularly as basically taking your clothes off is pretty much a free experience. So yeah. That,
2: yeah.
0: that should go, to, uh, that should go to together. But um from my understanding uh, with uh, this, the Y in the way, it is a free group, but it's not just a one-state um, group, is it? It's nationwide, am I correct?
2: Yeah, that's right. Well, Dan had contacts in New South Wales and perhaps other states, and mm. we just kind of went from there. Um, and it was Dan and I and... Someone from New South Wales and someone from Victoria, and the four of us put to put it together
1: with our powers combined. Yes. Yeah. basically, <laughs> naked nerd. Of course, the, these things—it it just all started with communication, basically.
2: Yeah, and social media was the biggest platform that we could utilise, and we've got. Members you know, in all states,
1: yeah. The only thing we're only missing out on when it comes to states is Northern Territory. I mean, there's it's people it's that it's
2: a territory, it's though. a territory, so it's not a
1: state, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, you know, there's only a uh, few and far there's between, there's a
2: couple in there,
1: you know, that travel to and yeah. from or who live locally. But yeah, that's that's the only real territory that we haven't sort of um, developed
2: a big following, we haven't saturated. Which is odd because it's so hot there. It's so warm there,
1: but you can't really swim on the beaches because crocodiles Crocodiles. and all that kind of stuff and all of Australia's deadly creatures. Oh, I forgot uh, about the crocodiles. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so it it, it basically snowballed from there. It was, um, yeah, it was, it took a very, uh, very determined person in New South Wales, as we know as Maddo. He. He's the one with pure passion to get the ball rolling, to do more promotional stuff and breaking the barriers of social norms. And he's, he's always determined. We've had to sort of be his back net to sort of push him and encourage him because sometimes these things did get to him because there's a lot of pressure involved because yeah. he's a, he works in a very corporate world where, you know, he's doing things and he's got deadlines to meet. You know, and, uh, you know, he's done so fantastic, like the nude mini golf, breaking the world record, the nude pop-up bars, nude bowling.
2: And what people tend to forget is the personal time that it takes to get all these events together, the effort to get people buying tickets, just the constant work outside of your normal, you know, paid working life. Um, so it can take a toll on one's, you know, personal life as well. So it is a lot of work. It can be a labour of love, but it can also be quite tiresome mm. at times mm. too.
0: And, and time-consuming, I might uh, yeah. probably might add.
2: Yeah, okay. it's hours upon hours on social media. You know, Dan's always on social media, jumping on different groups, promoting Wine Away trying to get the word
0: out there which is naked basically
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah the word naked like a hundred times naked
1: naked (laughs) you know it takes it takes a lot of time it does take a lot of effort like Tash said and um you know just to to everyone at home we do not get paid you know we have thought of everything that we could possibly do to promote Wine away and naturism. People yeah. are like, why don't you start merchandising? Well, it's not really. And it costs field. money, and, and, it costs and money. yeah, it does.
2: We don't want to have to ask people for money. Like we said earlier, it's like it's a free thing. We'll try and do as many as events as we can, but again, it also involves the cost to other people, yeah. and we always try and consider that cost mm-hmm. um, and try and do events that are very minimal in price, yeah. if nothing
0: mm. um yeah because i i have to say like even just uh, from some of the events that have taken place it has to have been like a lot of time put in and particularly uh with events like the uh, nude mini golf which I actually uh did take part in which was actually quite fun um uh, there was still quite a lot of um stuff that needed to be planned and it wasn't just like hey let's plan this event and then just see how it goes like it takes like yeah. hours just even days just to uh, particularly uh plan such an event um but what I actually wanted to ask in conjunction with the group so one of the things that i noticed straight off was that you had a verification system could you take uh, us through what that's about for
1: the audience yeah well as you know, as you would do when you go out, you know, out in the town or anything like that, you go to a a licensed venue or anything as such. You've got to provide some source of identification, um, you because know, you can't travel anywhere these days, and you need some source of ID. Um, I'd noticed within social media groups on Facebook and everything as such that there was no verification process. There was many people that were just you know strange and odd, weird accounts,
2: fake accounts,
1: fake accounts as well, catfish, catfish accounts, yeah. and that's uh, you know a, a, a big thing within the naturist community. And before Wine Away started, there was a good six years of sort of looking within the community here in Australia and finding out who was the bad eggs um, within the community so um you know i when i started my queensland group before wine away kicked off majority of the people that were in that group were all mates that i knew through work or through Mm -hmm. high school uh people that i made connections with personally in my own personal life that supported me and supported um you know um, body positivity and were quite happy to be nude themselves and um so when we developed wine away from the Australian nature's federation, I was very firm in saying that there needs to be a verification system. Um, So to everybody at home, you know, if you are intending or would like to join wine away or our uh, 40 plus group, which is NOA, Nudis of Australia, 40 plus, um, have a driver's license or a passport or some, some source of ID and, um, we ask people to take photos of themselves, not naked, we don't need so you don't need to be naked during these verification photos like we get with a lot of people. Do I have to be nude in this photo? No, you don't. Um, we just need to know that this is you in that driver's license and this is you verifi- verifying your persons on this day, on the day that you're verifying yourself. And um, here's our code of behavior, please read through this first. Um, these are our, you know, these are our guidelines. If you're seen breaking any of these, there's a zero tolerance rule. There's no second chances. Um, admittedly, we've had, you know, people that have uh, come into Wine Away and have disrupted or messaged uh, unsolicited and sent photos of themselves unsolicited, without consent, without formulating friendships. Um, but it's few and far between. Like we haven't had any issues in recent times. Not for a while. Not for a while. I'd say I've maybe, let's say, about eight or nine people that we've yeah. really turfed out of wine away for misconduct. Um, we stick firmly by these rules. Uh, anyone that also is slanderous towards persons within our group, as well, you know, especially to the LGBTIQA uh, plus community, anyone that sort of spreads that kind of hate, um, you know. W- one it's not on it's not on we had one person um he was said that he was a very hardcore christian and he wanted to know if we supported the um that community and we said yes and he goes well i don't think i could join your group and i went that's Good. fantastic <laughs> um at the end of the day because we support um and if, so, if that's something that you don't want to be part of i'm sure there's naturist uh, christian groups out there that you might be able to join might not be as proactive here in australia but um god speaks you as they say, <laughs> and uh we wish you well in your endeavours, and it's no skin off our teeth, and that's their choice. You know, people yeah. are entitled to their yeah. opinion.
0: Yeah, but see, when I hear the term hardcore Christian, I just immediately think, like, Christian rock, but, like, just uh-huh. the opposite of what rock would be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's like,
2: do you want to come to a party and meet somebody?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... Oh, uh, yeah, actually, that just reminds me. Like the other day, I, I heard that there was like this, uh, there was this type of music called uh, death metal Christian rock music. And I was like, what? That does not go together.
2: Is Isn't like, death metal like satanic? In yeah, a way? Exactly.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Hillsong. Hey! <laughs> uh, but I actually am quite glad for this particular verification system because in the past, when I've joined other groups, um it hasn't been as, I would say, forthwith with its own code of conduct. I myself have had issues where people have basically talked via Skype like we are now, except less nice and just be like, hey, how's it going? And like a, a little bit creepy.
2: Yeah.
0: Ooh. Yeah. I am going to take that from a Simpsons quote. <laughs> <laughs>
2: pretty,
0: pretty much. Pretty yeah. much that. Um, so, in terms of um, activities, you, we've already talked about new mini golf, uh, you said the pop-up uh, new dinner. Uh, what's what's uh, some other events that uh, people could uh, attend as part of the group?
1: Well we've had house parties here in Queensland yeah. same with New South Wales and Victoria um, basically anyone within the group we open up our doors and welcome people if they choose to come along or not and it is all clothing optional that's how yeah. we oc- that's how we run you know uh, it is pretty awkward for someone that's in a room full of naked people that still be clothed fully really clothed because
2: yeah. we normally do those over winter because there's not much happening and it's
1: very cold a bit
2: cold to be naked outside mm. So we will have a gathering at our house um, for Queensland members. Some people have never attended an event before and they come and join us and we just have pizza and play Cars Cards Against, Against Humanity.
1: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've had retreat days during summer. Yeah. You know, we, me and Tash will go and plan, oh, we're going to go to Balcaz, for instance, yeah, or Pacific friends, who wants to join us. It's You know, this is the cost of what, if a day visits or if you're staying overnight, there's a a couple of caravans available to stay.
2: We did do bowling.
1: Yeah, we did bowling as well.
2: Yeah. And there are a lot of other venues that are prepared to have us hold events, uh, but it's just a matter of, you know, the work that goes into getting the numbers required.
1: Yeah, that's a a big thing.
2: We've sort of decided just to sort of stick to get-togethers, so to speak, rather than huge events at this point in time until we can guarantee some definite interest. Mm.
0: Cool, cool. So for those who aren't part of the group, where can they find information about the why or you know what?
1: Well, you can basically Google search us these days and we'll be the first things that pop up, basically. Um, you can find us on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, Young News of Australia, or you can find us on Facebook at Young News of Australia, you basically enter that into your search bar on facebook or you can look us up on uh instagram um it's basically young news of australia just with underscores between the spaces uh and also on twitter as well so you can find us there as well you just type in young news of australia you'll be able to find us there and any other social network out there at this point of time i'm yet to sort of yeah saturate that with but they're the four main priority sort of social media the big fours that we get involved in we we do intend on posting a lot more sort of media content on youtube um as they come to hand but um yeah instagram and for the people at home yet again check out our instagram um comparative to different uh social media uh well instagram movements that involve naturism ours is a little bit different than everyone else's because well we don't like to do the wowser sort of mentality where we're posting photos and naked people all the time we want to actually post uh, a diverse um sort of uh pictures and people and you know event advertising and associates to wine away like for instance you've got um magnolia's art class in sydney which is a female's uh uh, drawing class. Drawing class and yeah. art class. Um, right. If you ever get in contact with them, you can always find them on Instagram. You can talk to uh, to Rosie. Rosie. She's fantastic, such a sweet person and really cool and down to earth. Um, you can even get involved with Positively Glittered as well. Um, that's online. It's just really
2: supporting sort of cross-interest groups and, and other sort of businesses that sort of <laughs> – represent what we represent and that's essentially body positivity at the end of the day Mm. um we don't want to make everything just about being stark naked because there's more to it than just that yeah that's kind of like the obvious
1: yeah for us yeah and you know people have started their own naked adventures like yourself the naked nerd you're creating your own social outlet yeah and people are getting involved You know, if it wasn't for Wine Away, I guess Get Naked Australia wouldn't have existed back in the day. Brendan Jones, I remember when he first joined Wine Away and he started up Get Naked Australia and he had like 200 Mm -hmm. followers. Yeah. And look at him. You know, he's doing his own thing and he's getting, he's killing it. Doing his thing. Doing his thing, encouraging body positivity. And that's, that's that's all
2: that we really want out of this Mm. that people can appreciate themselves.
0: Yes. Naked power.
2: Yay. (laughs)
0: Yes. Yes. Um, but yes, um, I mean, yes, I would say that the wine, wine away has been a very big outlet for a lot of these different, uh, uh, nudist ventures, particularly, uh, with, uh, such, uh, groups like get naked Australia now. And, um, yeah, I hope that it just continues on. But before we end our show, uh, What would you like to say to our audience, uh, particularly those who are thinking of becoming new to themselves?
1: Um, Just know that you are who you are. Love yourself. Appreciate yourself. uh, And and embrace who you are physically and mentally as well. Um, We are all built differently. We are a different construct of all of our ancestors. We are different body types. You do not have to worry about uh, who you are in other people's eyes. It's truly you that needs to answer that question.
2: And I think also, without being so deep. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Sorry,
1: guys.
0: Yeah, I was just, like, waiting for, like, the the guitar to play, like, just, like, strumming.
2: (laughs) the sitar basically if you're even considering it just try it you don't even have to be out and about in public you know just being comfortable being naked in your own house without feeling the need to cover up and if you're comfortable in that space then go to a beach a beach is an easy place to start because most people are half naked anyway yeah so it, it's less threatening um, or even just maybe find a few friends that might be into it and just hang out together or join one away.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, they can definitely do that. But I'm afraid that's all we have time for. But thank you, uh, Dan,
2: and thank you, Tash. Thank you. Thank Naked you, Naked Nerd. Nerd.
1: Hey, and uh, before you go, mate, just wanna give a shout out to you. Hey, me and Tash really appreciate you. And we yeah. do Aww. love you very, very much, mate. Yeah, we
2: think you're
1: awesome. Yeah, we do. We love you. Can you can you move to Queensland already? Yeah. Uh, it's
0: it's just I I love New South Wales <laughs> so much. <laughs> 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 I, I, I say sarcastically, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'll have to think about it. But uh, thank you so much for joining the show. And um, I look forward to your future endeavours. And, yes.
1: Thank you. We will enjoy the muggy weather of Queensland.
0: And that was Dan and Tash from the YNOA. Just before I go, I have a few things to say. First off, thank you to my new followers on the Facebook page, uh, Twitter, and also the new Instagram page. That's right. The Naked Nerd is on Insta. Uh, I'll never say that again. Do apologise. But yes, I am on Instagram. If you are on Instagram, Look up the Naked Nerd Podcast. Um, It's, well, it's basically new. Um, So, what will you expect to see on it? Um basically what you've been seeing on the Facebook page and Twitter, a uh, bit of my comments and what's going to be happening on the show. Um, but with the interview with Dan and Tash, um, that was actually pretty awesome to do. Now, if you feel like you'd like to participate in an interview just like that, please uh, reach out to The Naked Nerd. And you can do this via Gmail, at um, nakednerdpodcast.gmail.com. Or you can go to Twitter and DM me at Nerd one or you can uh, go to the Facebook page, the Naked Nerd Podcast, or you can DM me on Instagram. Um, so, with that in mind, please, please keep on listening to the show, and a big thank you to all those who have been listening so far. Um, but it is that time to go, everyone. Um, until next episode, remember to live nude, and be yourself. And this has been The Naked Nerd, signing off. The Naked Nerd was proudly powered by Podbean.com, logo created by Brent Little Creative Services, and theme song created by The Naked Nerd.